Welcome to the party, bang bang! It's the big boss man, the PhD in podcasting, the the clumsy jeweler because I'm always dropping gems, and the milkman because I always deliver. I'm joined today by international heat, the one and only internationally renowned. You know the name, you know the voice. You might not know the face, but you will one day. It's your boy Tay International. The international way. Uh, your face. Set. Your face is on the fucking logo. Yeah, yeah. You should know the face. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you if you don't know the face. My bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Back on the set where I belong, just doing what we do best, um, and doing it better than the rest. Ooh, I like that. Yes. I like that. Yes. This is just yeah, so natural. So, so easy. Early backpats. Early backpats. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, you gotta get it out of the way because I I remember last episode we didn't we didn't have enough uh, backpacks so barely any if I recall. Yeah. yeah, we're getting way too humble. Yeah, but we're getting way too big to be humble. So yeah, yeah. let's just you know get it out of the way now. But fuck being humble. Shout out to Kendrick though. Oh, I got tickets to Kendrick. Oh, that's dope. Is this the damn tour? Yes, he's coming to Adelaide. Um, nice. Money making Mitch is working on a little sum sum. Oh, yes. Is that a? Is that a? Is that a? Okay, I can't wait. I might be more excited, to, uh, just like the fans here. Can't have. Can't wait to have Kendrick on the show. <laughs> oh, oh, let's not. Uh, let's not put too much pressure on it. Money making Mitch yeah, is no. doing his thing, but we'll see. I have faith, man, and you know. Start the rumor. If you put it in the air, you never know what can happen. And it puts more pressure on Money Making Mitch to actually make it happen. Exactly. And, you know, maybe he worked better under pressure. So stay tuned, listeners. You heard it here first. Kendrick Lamar will be on the show. (laughs) Um, We had a guest last week, uh, Mitch Young from the the Brisbane Bullets NBL team. Um, And I had a few, few comments that the the listeners got confused between Mitch and Moneymaker Mitch, and I was like, "What?" Uh, <laughs> I was see. like, "They so they wanted me to start calling him Triple M more regularly than Moneymaker Mitch, but sometimes you got to um, give a man his his respect and say his whole name. You got to put some respect on his name. Shout out to Bird Man. Shout out to the Bird. <laughs> <laughs> is that is? Is that his noise or? Um, it is on that. Have you seen that video on um YouTube with the ca- their cartoons? The cartoon ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's gotta gotta. <laughs> that's the. Is that the um short bush? That's the short bush shawty videos, right? Like this. Yeah, same, same dude, I think. And then Nicki Minaj is like, "Put C on your sideburns." <laughs> I don't think I've seen that one, but I just like saw it in my head because I pictured it. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, shout out to them. Yeah. Um, uh, also, it was Big L's birthday a couple of days ago, so uh, Big L, rest in peace. Big L, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, he's in my top five, dead or alive. Ooh. So. Um, That's a bold exclamation. Oh, I love Big L, B. Really? Yeah. I don't think I've ever known that, or I have known that and I forgot that. I think you would have forgot because I think we've done our top five dead or alive uh, on yeah. this show, and mine are all like older dudes. Like I had like Rock Him in there. Oh um, yeah. So you're a lyricist guy. Yes. 
that's what it is. Yeah, I'm a motivational guy. It's always a um. It's a subjective conversation. It's so annoying to me when when I have that conversation and people get get mad about it, and it's like, well, yeah. it's about what I like, no? I hate that and the supremacist who's like, nah, like this guy's the best because, this. but like, <laughs> the, the thing is, like, your criteria is different than mine. Yes. So there, I don't think there is a list where you could say. Alright, this is the list. I respect most people's top fives. Um, well, if they started saying wild shit like Lil Pump, um, you know, all that. Then you cut them off. Then I've got to be like, well, I, you don't know hip hop and I can't have this conversation with you. Yeah. But like you, people- you had dudes in there that I appreciate and respect uh, the utmost, like DMX, but he's definitely not in my top five. Lil Wayne, he's not in my top five. Um, but those those guys have bars and have have the the discography to back somebody when they exactly. do put them in their top five. Exactly. What I look for in music that's not, that's not to say my list is better than your list because it's an opinion. Like opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one, and a lot of shit comes out. So I mean, it's you got to take it for what it is. Like, yes. I think people take it too serious. That with that list and the sports list and this LeBron and MJ debate every year and it's could Golden State beat this ninety five bull like the shit is we'll never know. It's different is different eras and that's I actually said that on the last episode. I said my my um oh shit. Generation will always say Mike. The the younger generation will always say Bron and the older generation will always say like you know, Wilt or Oscar Robertson, yeah, Moses Malone, whatever. You can't, you can't, you can't compare because there's too many variations. Like, so I was watching something today and they were talking about um, the standard. The standard of winning was like um, the Celtics in like the 50s when they won like 10 championships back to back or whatever. And that's yeah. like the standard. But in the 50s, it was two two divisions, the Eastern Division and Western Division, and the Eastern Division with the Celtics played in had seven teams. And it's all white dudes with one hand tied behind their back. So, okay, yeah, it's impressive what they did, but you can't say what they did is more impressive than, say, what the Bulls did because, you know, there was, what, 16 or 15 teams in the East, and it was, like, one of the best eras of basketball, but it's... All you can compare is... Go down in it, you'll never come out of it because you can just keep saying this and then this and yeah. All you can compare is what's current. So uh, you can't really compare MJ and LeBron, but you can compare MJ and Steph Curry to an extent. They're two di- very, very different players, but they're both current. So you can compare, you know, their Brian, plus minus. Brian and, Brian and uh, Steph Curry, not MJ and Steph Curry. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, sorry. For the listeners, Clay had a little taste this morning, so he might be a little, uh... <laughs> he had a little taste in his coffee, uh... What do they call it? The Irish coffee? The Irish joints, but I... I, I truly did not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, uh, I was trying to give you a little out there, but... Uh, uh, yeah, but it is... It doesn't matter what fucking day it is. It's not going to come out the same day anyway. Okay. But I do have work on this day. 
Okay. So, well, if I never said that, I could have just I could have just said that I had a taste. God damn it. Yeah, I, was, I don't know why you're explaining yourself. Like, but I didn't. It, it would have been doper if you had a little taste. Like, oh, he's okay. He's like one of us, you know. Yes. People wake up and had him a little taste in the morning. I do need I do need to talk about having tastes before the podcast. Um, we're we're fast approaching uh, the half century. Oh. This is Welcome to the Potty episode 49. Oh. Uh, do we need some sort of celebratory uh, episode and or uh, party <laughs> for episode 50? I do. I mean, off the top, I would say yes. Yeah. Um, and then I would follow up with, we'd have to figure out how to schematically make that a a possible a possibility yeah but i'm in so the day that we're recording this is a friday okay if we could record it on next saturday instead of friday so 20 24 hours later than what you're up right now right now so what would be next saturday I'm trying to think. What time? I think we can do it. What day is it right now for you? Thursday. It's Thursday for me. Night. So, so 24 n- hours from today would be Friday night for me. No, it would be like 5.30 Friday. Oh, so you're pre-gaming. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think I can do that. We need to do that. That's what we need to do next weekend. So you're going you're gonna to drink in the morning, but you're, it'll be Saturday there. Yeah, it'll be Saturday. Oh, a morning session. Yes, it'll be episode. It will be episode fifty-one, but it will be our because episode fifty will be a guest episode. Okay. So episode fifty-one will be our celebration for episode fifty. I'm I'm locking it in right now. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. That's easy. That's easy. That's well, easy. you heard it here first, we're folks. We're just breaking news. We're just uh, live. <laughs> we we are scheduling uh, two episodes in advance. So you guys can get a get a taste of us getting a taste. Yeah, and they might just you know have a taste with us. Yeah, um, you should have a taste while listening to us because we'll be we're already hilarious anyways, but it'll be more hilarious, I believe. Oh yeah, oh everything is. That would be cool. um, choose your drink, everybody, and uh, tune in next weekend for us. Uh, for some, uh, some, uh, let's say, increased fuckery. Mm, yeah, I like that. Some throwback potty action. Yes, it has been a while since we uh, channeled the drink champs. Oh, Shout out to Nori man. and DJ EFN. The legends. Uh, yeah, I'm with it. Let's get it done. I'm excited. Yeah, that's some ill shit. It, it is. Fifty episodes. We've come a long way. Yeah. Just hooking up my old MacBook and talking shit for two hours. <laughs> we we only got seven episodes deep. Yeah. And now and then we took a one year hiatus. We were I'm pretty sure we were we were on a path to destruction. Yeah. Every episode got sloppier and sloppier. <laughs> and sloppier. It was an epic run. It was. Until like six or seven, where it just got. 
I don't know. Do yourself a favor if you haven't listened to season one of WTTP. Just go back. Uh, if you're feeling nostalgic or you want to see where it uh, all started, just go back. It's on iTunes. It's easily accessible. Just go ahead and listen to those episodes, and um, then you can appreciate the growth. We've come a long way. Backpack, but we have come a long way but that's not to say that we weren't of the highest quality uh oh, yeah. in our early stages we oh, we were yeah. born for this shit we hit the ground running let's just put it that way yeah um it wasn't a learning period for us <laughs> we yeah we uh we basically I came in probably with a uh, with a master's degree and I got my I just recently got my PhD um mm. Yeah, but I never had to go through all that bachelor shit. That's true. And yeah. I double majored. Yeah. <laughs> in partying and partying. <laughs> in partying and banter 101. So yeah. This shit is easy to me. Oh, I'm going shit. to night school right now for my uh, PhD in uh, partying. So I'll, I'll be there eventually. But right now I'm just playing my role. You got to have role, guys, man. Tamon Green. Yes. What is Gold State without Draymond? That's basically like, you know, I do everything I can to make the show better. Because Golden State's still good, but when you add that element, they're beasts. What we're going to do right now is we're going to go into sports first. Yeah, that's why, why not? Um, because we've already, we've already started talking about the comparisons, and now, now we're comparing ourselves to the greats because um, who, who the fuck else are we going to compare ourselves to? It is... Uh, hold on, has game... Game one hasn't happened yet, has it? Game one is tonight. Tonight. Um, In... Three hours. Yes. And what happens is it's going to be from the East. Obviously, LeBron James and his children are playing against um, the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Um, so, who have you got in this, this final series? Listen, I just had this conversation. I had to break this down um, to the simple-minded, if you will. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, LeBron James, mm. let's just start there. Mm-hmm. One of the greats. Yes. What he pulled out um, this last this last series in particular, nothing short of greatness. Yeah. Um, but with saying that, if you actually watched it, you know LeBron James gave everything he literally had in his body, physically and mentally, and to beat this to beat this team. And Celtics shot chart was ugly at the end too. Bingo. Um, yeah, they went cold. I mean, if you watch the games, well, well, it went game seven anyway. Yeah. It's saying a lot. LeBron really had a team. Like, through, like seeing this, I, I'm going to be honest, I didn't think he was going to win game seven. Then I was like, yeah, the NBA won't let LeBron not be in the finals though. So, but Golden, I mean, uh, Boston did fuck that money up, to put it simple as possible. If they had a a veteran, I mean, they had Al Horford, but if they had if they had their Gordon Hayward or Kyrie, I don't yes. think that would have happened. Yes. 
Um, well, I think what they needed was they needed leadership and composure at the end. Yeah. And the thing that people aren't taking into account was their MVP, honestly, has been their coach. Yes. And in that last three, four minutes of the game, their coach went missing and let them do whatever the fuck they wanted to. Yeah. And it hurt them. They did, and they're too young. They're just too young. They they didn't know what to do. Yeah, shooting too many threes, bro. And it looks like their their youth finally showed up, and LeBron's greatness kicked in in the overdrive. Yes. So, um, that happened. So I say that to say this: I don't know if he has enough left to carry this same team into victory against this Golden State mob. Yeah. I just don't. um, like I said, I called it uh, Golden State in three, but I wouldn't be surprised if Braun wins one because the NBA wouldn't allow him to get swept in the finals. So, uh, what do you mean Golden State in three? Yeah, you heard me right. I don't understand that. No, you understand. Oh, oh I don't think I do. <laughs> Too early for this shit? Yeah. What I'm saying is this shit is going to be easy and over quick. Oh, okay. 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 Um, it's not an actual playoff format where they, <laughs> they win three straight. It's, it's like, I think, I think it'll be pretty easy. I think with Golden State, everybody's like, yeah, well, Houston did this, this, and this. Yeah, but Houston actually had a better offense during the season than Golden State, statistically. Yeah. And the way that they played was good for what what happened with Golden State because keep in mind Iguodala was out yep and I feel like that was a big part of why Houston was able to hang around because when Iguodala played game one I'm not sure if the everybody watched but they won by like 50 points yes um that's my second cousin everybody so uh shout out to Springfield Illinois the famo shout out to Iggy yeah See, see him at the fam, fam reunion. Yeah. But he, he didn't play, and then the matchups hurt Golden State because all Houston did was set script pick and rolls until they had the mismatch, and then James Harden's one of the best ISO players in the league, so you can just figure out what happened there. And it just didn't – it wasn't enough, and it came back to haunt them. So uh, Golden State gets to play all their guys now. They don't have to hide guys like they did against Houston. Um, so I don't know. I got them, you know, even though Kevin loves back, I feel like you don't know what you're getting out of him. He used to be, he used to be so consistent. Um, but probably pretty much before he went to Cleveland, um, he was, you knew you were getting a 2010 double, double out of him every night. Um, and that's just sometimes, sometimes you do, but it's in seven games. You hope for it maybe twice out of him. Yeah, um, yeah it's just not. It's it's too hard. I, like if LeBron does this, if LeBron does this, bro, I I have no choice but to probably call him the goat. Well, there's that. It's a subjective thing again. Yeah, you can. Okay, so how I tried to break it down, I had to explain this to somebody the other day. Statistically. LeBron James will go down as the best basketball player ever. Yeah. But the best basketball player I've ever seen with my eyes is Michael Jordan. Yeah. But 
I mean, it's it's all subjective. And statistically, Michael was a killer, <laughs> but LeBron is breaking literally every record. Also, the game's changed. Uh, we don't need to get into that again, but the, right. there was hand checking for Mike. Um, and and Mike went six for six in the finals, and he he had a hiatus. And and you and me know a little something about hiatuses. Yeah. Um, yes, we do. And sometimes sometimes you take a break, and you don't know what kind of history could have been made in that time. Um, sometimes sure. you might have broke too many records, um, got too famous. Uh, yeah. And maybe maybe the whole internet shuts down. I know the internet probably wasn't really invented at the times, but maybe, you know, ESPN or TNT breaks down because he's yeah. too good at the sport. So iTunes was at risk of, of overloading if we stayed around. If we would have kept going, we would have eight-peated. Yeah. And so what, and what we had to do... What we had to do is is give it a rest while while iTunes updated its technology to be able to handle the source. They needed more servers. Yes. They needed more work. It was a lot of behind the scene things we don't need to get into because it'll go over the listener's head and we don't want to do that. So. Yeah. But that's essentially what Mike had to do to not yeah. break the NBA. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll never know. We'll never know. But that, that man is... In my eyes, the goat. But as I said, it's it's generational. It's what you see is what you believe. So anyone who didn't see Mike is going to be like, there's no way that dude yeah. is as good as LeBron. But then anybody that sees these numbers that LeBron James is posting, you can't argue them. Yes. You can debate them, but you, when you're number one overall scorer in playoff history and number one at this and you're the only one that's ever done this. You, I mean, look, you can make the numbers say whatever you want, but I don't know. It's a tough argument to have, but it's like, who's better, Big Year or Tupac? Yeah. I do have to uh, rewind a bit and go back to the Western Conference Finals. Um, I had never actually seen Chris Paul play that well, ever. So yes. um, I've been a harsh critic of Chris Paul's, so I just want to show him the uh, some respect for what he did before he got injured. Um, here's the thing on Chris Paul. He made it out of the first round. <laughs> he yeah, he did it. Um, I feel like Chris Paul has been given a pass his whole career because of the way he plays. But... As far as production-wise, he hasn't really done anything his whole career. He's been an all-star. He's been a top point guard. I'm not discrediting that stuff, but he gets a pass. Now, let me tell you where this is coming from, because everybody knows I'm a Mellow guy. Yeah. And everybody has their opinion on Mellow. Well, you know, he's this, this, he's washed, blah, blah, blah. I'm talking career. Yeah. Mellow has been... Productive his whole career. He's a 20 plus point career guy. He's top 20 in the league in scoring. You know, he's averaged 30. He's a, he's been a scoring leader. Um, you know, he's 10 time all star, 11 time all star, something like that, all NBA. But everybody knocks him for not winning anything. Yes. Now, my problem is nobody gives Chris Paul that same argument. 
I do. The general, the general <laughs> One man does. I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's two people. <laughs> the general masses. Oh, I love Chris Paul. He's tough. He's a pit bull. He does this and this. Yeah, he's a good player. But he ain't one shit either. Yeah, and he's had he's squads. The history of being hurt in the playoffs. He's never made it out of the first or maybe the second round of the playoffs. And he's played with all-stars. Yeah. Blake Griffin was an all-star. DeAndre Jordan was an all-star. He made DeAndre Jordan an all-star. But that's besides the point. And he never won anything. Yeah. Melo, in his prime, was in Denver. I watched this with my own eyes. I've been to those games. I wholeheartedly believe that Denver team... Were it for it, were it for not, were it were not it for not him? For, there it is. Maybe I had me a little taste too. Yeah. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Don't worry about <laughs> that. Too. Were it not for Anthony Carter, yeah, I remember this fucking play. It was like three plays where he kept throwing the ball to the Lakers in the in the uh, second round of the playoffs when they played that Kobe Bryant team. And there was a couple of plays, if you go back and watch the tape, where he couldn't get the ball inbounded and he threw it to Trevor Reza like three times. They win that series and they have a chance. They could have did some damage. Yeah. But they kept running they kept running into Kobe and Kobe that's when Kobe and the Lakers were running shit. Was that was that Shaq? I think it was post Shaq. Paul Gasol. This was the Pau Gasol Andrew Bynum. Oh boy. I forgot about Bynum, bro. Listen, say what you want about him. When he was 17, 18, and he was with the Lakers, and Pau Gasol was there, and he was a, this is like 10 years ago, he was a younger Pau, they were a dynamic duo. Bro, do you remember when he came with that that wild haircut? Yes. That mushroom top? Yeah, I don't know what he was doing. And he had gray hair. He was like 19 years old. It's a whole lot, whole lot going. Where is it? Where is Andrew Bynum? Who fuck no? <laughs> you know Andrew Bogut signed with the Sydney Kings. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, is he like part owner or something too, or is that a rumor? Oh no, there was a rumor that he was going to start up a team in Essendon. Oh uh, okay. Yeah. So it must be over for him too. I guess he's hanging it up. Yeah, well, it, I mean, it is all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Party podcast, but um, I would say that, yeah, he'll probably just play one or two seasons at Sydney and then um, just uh, sleep in all his money. This is true. He's made enough. I'm not mad at him. Oh, he's a and he's a smart dude, too. I'm sure he's got some pretty good investments and shit. Yeah, I would think so. He'll probably, like, own a team. He'll probably eventually own a team or yeah. run a team. He'll probably be in big. He's one of those, like, Kawhi Leonard cats that, like, wouldn't buy, like, a nice car, would just ride around in his old shit. Yeah. Like, he's, like, not real... That these, these dumb kids now, the first thing they do is go buy a chain or some shit. Well, I just listened to the Ben Baller episode of the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast, and he was talking about how young rappers come to him for their, their chain as soon as they get their um, advance from their label. Yeah, of course. And of he, course. Was like, he was, like... I, I'm the I'm the only jeweler that tells them like with this advance you want to go like put a deposit on a house you want to do this you want to do that yeah. and they're like no just get me this chain and he's like he's like these fucking idiot kids go out buy a Mercedes buy a chain and then their their advance is gone and yeah. this is how these little kids go bankrupt all the time 
Um, Same thing with these NBA guys, man. Yeah. These rookies, they get all of that money, they don't know. If anybody hasn't seen ESPN's 30 for 30 called Broke, <laughs> you gotta see that shit. It is embarrassing. It should be part of the rookie initiation process. It's like, you have to watch this when you become a rookie. Yeah. The way to not go. You don't want to get Antoine Walker. Let's yeah. just say that. They have different categories of like um, gambling, um, like taking care of like the, the entourage. Um, oh, what else was there? Just like, you know, just splurging cash on yourself. Um, bad investments. Bad investments. There was uh, marriages or girlfriends going wrong. Oh, Jesus. Um, Treat uh, up. Yeah. <laughs> Prenup. Oh man. Um yeah, it was some wild shit. Some wild shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Fuck that. Um It's so easy to tell people with a bunch of money how to use their how to spend their money, but that's what we're here for, right? Yeah. That's what the shows are. It's not the shit that you may it may be the shit that you don't want to hear, but it's the shit that you definitely need to hear. Need to hear. It's a need. You didn't choose who you got. I chose Golden State in three. You didn't make a selection. Oh, I'm taking Golden State in probably six. Six. So you think you think you think uh, Bron and company can get two games? I think they. I think Bron can get two games. Yeah. Depending on what he what he's looking like, he's had a few days rest. Um, yeah, but it's not enough. You remember it was like game five or game four. He looked he looked tired, bro. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, I think he can get two. I think he can get two, and I think the other four will just be knockouts, Mike Tyson esque. I feel like they'll probably show up at home because all the others play good at home, play well at home. So I wouldn't be surprised if they get one at home. So maybe five, but it's ugly. Yeah. It's a bitter end. I think he's out of Cleveland after this, too, if they get popped. There's talks of him going everywhere, bro. Of course. Every um, year it's like that. Yeah, so I don't even know anymore. So it, it sounded like it was almost a definite for LA, but then this Philly stuff came up, and now they're talking that Chris uh, Paul and his banana boat are like trying yeah, to recruit yeah. him out to um, Houston. I don't know. I don't know if he's a good-looking Houston, to be honest, for what those guys do. Well, how, who, how's anyone supposed to play with James Harden, bro? Well, <laughs> Harden is Harden. Um, yeah, I don't think he, he – Harden to me, because this is probably the most I've watched basketball in, like, the last couple of years because uh, people who've been listening to the show know that I hate the NBA. Yes. What it stands for in the gameplay. Um. And I hate it even more after what I watch. But it's like it's like a car crash. Like you feel bad, but you still kind of gotta watch. Yeah. Look, you know. But Harden to me looks like he just likes to play basketball by himself. Like it doesn't look it doesn't look like he really cares if he wins too much. You know, like he just he just likes to hoop. Yeah. It's different than watching somebody who's like will do anything to win or, you know, has that will. For him, it just, I feel like he just likes to hoop and he likes to, like, dribble and shoot threes and shit. Yeah. I don't know. I get a different feeling from him. But it's like, it's like getting, like, LeBron, I don't think LeBron can play with that and I don't think LeBron could, like, play with, like, a, like, LeBron's not going to fucking, like, OKC, you know? Like, no one's winning shit with Westbrook. <sighs> Very sad because Wesley is one of my guys. 
but it's true. I don't. I think you can, but you got to put the right guys around him. I respect. Coach. I respect his tenacity and like the going a hundred for forty eight minutes and yep. some of the shit he does blows my mind. But I just don't think he's a smart basketball player. I think he's a powerful, explosive basketball player. He's a force. He's one of the most... Uh, he's one of the biggest forces in the league. Yeah, but he's like he... He takes dumb shots and everyone talks about the triple-double this and all of that, but... And that, like, oh, you know, he's, he's getting on the boards and then other people argue like, yeah, but the big guys let him. It's like, well, fuck the big guys then. The big guys should be getting rebounds. If, if they don't, that's... You can't blame Russell Westbrook for that. If you've never gotten a triple-double in your life, you have no fucking space to talk about a person who is an average one. Let's just put it like that. As a person (laughs) who I can proudly state that I've gotten an in-game triple-double in my professional career, I've been very close a lot of times. That shit is hard to do one time. Yeah. He averaged that. I don't care what you say. I don't care if you don't like how he got it. That's activity. Yeah. and You have to really, really work to get a triple-double. The hardest part of that triple-double is the assists. And he... And he led the league in assists. And, and for someone that probably led the league in shots taken, to lead the league in assists is pretty crazy. Right. So... You, everybody, I mean, you can look, we can all look at the same number and have two different opinions on it. He averaged 10 assists. He must be really a passing it. He must be a very good passer. Or the naysayers say, yeah, he averaged 10 assists because he passed it a couple times throughout the game and somebody scored. Yeah, but then you also look at it like you look what he played with and maybe he should have, he could have had more assists if he passed a little bit more. Yeah. Then you got to look at it like, well, the guys that he played with didn't perform or didn't shoot the ball well, blah, blah, blah. So you can look at it either way. Yeah. All I'm saying is he averaged a triple-double. It's an impressive stat. It's never been done before. Oh, wait, it has been done last year because he did it again last year. So it's been done. that, it was like 40 years. Yeah. Three times so, ever, and two of them was two in a row by the same player. Are you fucking kidding me? When you're the only person that's done something in the NBA – and it's a positive thing. You're you can't like don't you can't discredit that. Yeah, absolutely not. He um facts. Fact. Haters gonna hate. Man. Yeah. Uh, NFL. I know it, this preseason hasn't started yet, but uh, I've got I've seen that the the New York Jets. They're not usually in the news, so um, shout out to the Jets for making the news for nothing that's actually football related. But um, the chairman says that he'll pay the fines for anyone in the team who decides to protest during the anthem next year. Ah, uh, the kneel. Yes. Um, the kneel law. The kneel legislation. I don't know who the chairman is. Uh, I don't know what color he is or anything. Right. Okay, well... From the mountains of Caucasus. Well, respect. Okay. Respect for that. Um, you know... Take stand. Shout out to Kaepernick for starting the whole movement, and um, let's let's stop killing black people while we're at it. Hey, policeman. Yeah, let's focus on that. Now, the Neo Law. I'm not sure how in depth you got in into uh, on that. 
What? I only read the headline actually, so um, everything okay. here is unsourced. So, uh, the Neil Law basically says you have the option to stay in the locker room, I think, when the anthem is being played, but if you're out there for the anthem, you actually have to stand up. Right. Or it's a 15-yard penalty and a fine. So the team gets to, I believe the team decides on the fine for the player. Okay. It's not league-wide. Oh. But you have to get fined. So my question is, what if one person on each team kneel? It's an offsetting penalty. Yeah. Now, if you're not familiar with NFL rules, offsetting penalties means when there's two penalties, one on each side, and they just cancel each other out. Yeah, like a double tech. Basically. So there's no repercussions for it. Yeah. So if teams or players unite, essentially the rule has no effect because the players, like I can tell you if you're another team, hey, I'm going to kneel, you kneel too, so we don't have a penalty before the game. And yeah. nothing will happen. Okay, we'll get a fine from the team, but the team still decides. And if you have an owner who's like this Jets owner, which I feel like a lot of them will be because it's good press. Um, because I, let's be honest, that's why the Jets owner is doing it. Uh, then what do you? What did you really do? Now you're adding an extra distraction before the game. I feel like a lot of those owners are also Republicans, though, so probably wouldn't wouldn't do that. This is true, but I think. It's like a subtle gesture to be like, hey, like, we're on your side. Go play, you know, go run and jump for us. Yeah, true. You know that shit. You know what I mean. New hey, slaves. And, 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 and jump and, and run the ball. Yeah. Like, it's a, like you can find them $2,000 and pay for it yourself. Yeah. Be like, yeah, I'm supporting my players and... Because it keeps you clear out of the way, but you're really not really any really doing anything at the end of the day. So, so who does that fine go to then? The team or the league? The team finds the player and it goes to the team. Oh, so the chairman's essentially putting money in his own pockets. It's not. It does. It doesn't even move. It doesn't go to the league. It goes back into like. I'm not exactly sure because I don't source. Uh, like you said, I read the headline. It was a long headline. Um, <laughs> it just goes back to the team's fucking bank. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. So in the in the NBA, when players get tech fouls, does that fine go to the league or oh, that goes to the league? Yeah, you got to pay that shit to the league. Yeah, I so hate there's that. League, there's league wide fines in the NFL. Just this particular one is just to the team. Team fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it's like they didn't make. They didn't say, all right, if you kneel, it's $5,000 fine league-wide. Right. Because I'm sure in some of those meetings, some coaches, I mean, some owners are like, hey, we'll handle our own team, and if you want to find them, then we'll make the fines, we'll decide. You know, the yeah. ones that want to save face. Yeah. It's like, hey, yeah, we're out here supporting our player. Yeah. We know what the real deal is. But, um, yeah, so they get to decide, and the money goes back into the team. So, um it's like a it's like a team rule basically, but the league has made one big team rule. You know? Yeah. Like if you if you're late to practice or something, you gotta pay a fine to the teams. Sort of similar situation. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all bullshit. Okay. Um yeah. have you got any more sport? Um can we talk World Cup? I'm excited. Oh, it's the only soccer I watch. 
Okay, good. So uh, I'm a, you know, you, you know, I'm 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 a newly uh, football, if you will, fanatic. Yes. So I've, I've been real heavy in the football lately, uh, European football. Um, and the last couple of years since I've been over there, I've really got engaged. Um, everybody knows Neymar is my guy. Did you go to any games while you were over there? Didn't make it actually. I was gonna go to a. a That's probably why you're still here today to tell the story. A Bundesliga game, and the ske- had scheduling conflicts. Um, but a lot of their games were during um, or like around the time that we played. Yeah. So um, we couldn't really make it out. I used to put a little bit of money uh, on the Bundesliga. Mmm. Yes. Shout out to sports betting being legal in America now. Yes. But yeah, I didn't make it. But I'm excited about World Cup. Uh, I've been practicing. I've been getting my reps up on FIFA uh, 2018. They just did a update now with all the new like World Cup jerseys and all the uh, final rosters and stuff. So that's pretty dope. I actually just won the World Cup uh, online tournament last night. So shout out to me for being fucking great at FIFA now. Online um, tournament. Yeah, I won. The, so you can play out. You can play out the World Cup against uh, other people. Absolutely. And you won it. I won that shit. So, yeah, shout out to me. Was it a... Did, did you win any money or anything? Nah, it's not like a, a universal tournament. It's just like you pick your country you want to represent and then you play in the World Cup format. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not like a... Not like an actual tournament tournament. Like a... You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. a money tournament. Yeah. So, yeah. But I play with Brazil. So, uh, Brasilia, because Neymar's my guy. So, that's actually who I'm going with. Um, I'm not sure if Australia made it. Did they qualify? I don't watch the news. So <laughs> That's your response. Okay. Um, well, I know, unfortunately, USA didn't make it because uh, we just don't have the talent. You got the illest goalie, though. Yeah, we do. And we got a new young guy, um, Pulisic. Shout out to Pulisic. He actually, he's American and he plays in Bundesliga. Um, he was like one of the youngest players, like 18 when he played. He's nice, um, but he wasn't enough. Um, yeah. So we didn't qualify. So we'll be there next time. But uh, yeah, I'm supporting Brazil. Where is Germany's, it? It's in it's in Russia. The World Cup. Yeah. So it's in, yeah it's in Russia now. So they have like 12 different sites, I believe, unsourced that they'll be hosting the the games in, and um, should be dope. But. Uh, the World Cup is going to be crazy. It's basically country versus country. Triple M uh, just told me that Australia did qualify. Australia did qualify. Okay. Yes. So uh, shout out to shout out to the Aussies and uh, good luck to them. They'll probably get bounced in the first uh, group stage, but um, you know at least they made it. So I can't talk shit. But how many groups are there? Let's see. So there's I believe there's four teams in each group unsourced. And there's 32 teams unsourced. So you do the math on that. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure they do group stages, and then you make it out of your group stage, and you go, like, round uh, 16, round of 16, and then, you know. You get the most points in your group stage, then you make it to the, the round of 16, and then it goes, like, March Madness. Yep. Yep. Is that right? I don't know. Okay, sorry. You're just saying yep as an active listener? Yes. Okay. So are you supporting Australia? I have to. 
Okay. I didn't know maybe your, your heart was somewhere else. Like, I've got... I support America, but... I've only got Brazil's Australian, got US, and New Zealand blood in me, and two of those countries are not in it. Hmm. Well, that's unfortunate. At least you get to pick from three, though. Yeah. One. So, we didn't make it, but... Yeah, let's go, uh... Let's go Brazil. Um, starts in two weeks. That'll be exciting. Okay. Hopefully well, we can get an episode. We can start talking about that. That um, might um, that might uh, force me to actually play FIFA because it's getting dusty over there. Hey, listen. I'm not gonna say you're one of the worst players I played, but all I'm saying is a little practice won't hurt you. I don't enjoy playing it. It's too hard. There's not there's not enough fun involved when you're <laughs> losing or something. That, that's how it started with me, but eventually it grew on me. Like, if you, you remember, it, that literally it was like that. Uh, I think it was the last, no, it was the Olympics. Remember we watching the Olympics? Yeah. And I was like, this shit is not as bad as I thought it was. Yeah, you were watching, you were watching like every game. Yeah, and then I was like addicted to it. And then I was like, hmm, let me try this FIFA shit. And I was like, oh, this shit is not bad. And now it's like the only game I play. And I literally watch like every league and like all the top teams. So I'm just still on my uh, my Call of Duty grind. Yeah, I mean, I always give me a set, a, a little COD sesh. I'm waiting. Uh, I didn't pre-order the new was that Black Ops Four. I didn't pre-order that, but no, I didn't either. But I should have. That'll be that'll be getting copped easily. Yeah. But I heard they're in the making of remastering Modern Warfare Two. Because they remastered the first one, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. And Modern Warfare 2, if you remember, was one of the best Call of Duties yes. of all time. Yes, that was in so my college they're doing, days. They're doing it all over so they can put it on these next-gen um, next systems. So I'm excited um, about that. It's a lot going on in the video game world. Yes, I did read an article, um, full article, about uh, the next-gen of uh, PS4 specifically. They mm-hmm. said that um, the PS4 is in its last phase of its life cycle. Whoa. Um, but they haven't they haven't developed a new system yet, so I guess that last phase still means like probably like three, four, five years before um, the next yeah. one comes out. But um, he said that we can still expect uh, CDs, discs on oh, the. No more. No. They're not going to go completely digital at this point? No, not yet. He said um, discs will still be around for for uh, the foreseeable future. And um, safe, safe bet. that was pretty much all that I got from that article. Um, hmm. Because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't trying to do like reading comprehension exercise and then fucking yeah. come and tell you guys verbatim what the motherfucker said. I told you yeah. the points, the main yeah. point. Key points. Yeah, because we don't got time for that shit. Ain't nobody got time for that. Nah. Some of the key shit. Yeah, so shout out to them, man. Did you hear about um, Roseanne Barr? Yes. <laughs> so, let me let me tell you what I got. So, I, you know, being out of the country, you're out of the loop of, like, contemporary news. Yeah. So, I knew, I, I maybe heard somewhere or seen something that they put her show back on. And it was like really highly rated. So let me circle back a little bit. I didn't like I never watched Roseanne when it first came out. Yeah. And I didn't know that she was so like 
aggressively racist. Maybe that's not the right term. Like, I didn't know she was, like, who she was. Like, people really didn't like her. I just, like, I'd, I'd never really get into that. Yeah. And that, then they put her show back on, and then everybody's like, yeah, she's, like, this this right-wing Republican, and she's, like, you know, basically racist, but just using all these fancy words to yeah. validate it. Yeah. And then I've seen something that they said they canceled her show because she said she tweeted something. Yeah. And I, of course, I don't know what she tweeted, but I, somebody said something in the form of somebody who worked for Barack was a monkey or something. Okay, so Maybe Valerie right. Valerie Jarrett. Okay. Um, is an African American woman who was a senior advisor to um, Barack Obama. Okay. Um, and throughout his presidency, she was considered one of his most influential aides. So she's a smart cookie. Right. Um, and I guess Roseanne, uh, said of her, like, I don't know if she tweeted a picture or if she just was talking about her, but she said, um, if... (laughs) If the Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my God. You can't even say that you didn't intend that to be racist. Like, you can't even say that. What can you even... How do you even justify... Like, what... You can't. Nah. I didn't know it was that bad. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, B. That's some foul shit. That's so blatantly racist. It's like... I feel, I feel like I just had this conversation with somebody, but like how you can look at certain people of other races, mostly of the Caucasus, yeah, and be and, and when they say certain things, you can be like, yeah, she says nigga at home, yeah, she says nigga at home. <laughs> yeah. amongst his peers, like freely, yeah, that's a comment where I would say she says nigga at home, yeah. Like she's like comfortably, she says that shit. Yeah, yeah, she breaks that shit out. Um, oh yeah, and, and it might even have an ER at the end of that. Yeah, shit and too. the people around her don't even flinch because it's so yeah. common. Um, yeah. but uh, AB, yeah, ABC didn't have a choice but to cancel that shit. Yeah, I mean, but I was thinking, how funny would it be if like she she issues an apology? And like Netflix or Stan or something picks her up. Because <laughs> yeah. the show was is, killing. The show was fucking killing. Yeah, I heard she like she high his debut or some shit. And it's like, I wouldn't be surprised because money at the end of the day, people like you can justify anything if you make enough money off of it. If like, it makes dollars, it makes sense. Exactly. And it's. It's crazy that she. How do you not think any people are gonna take that the wrong way? Like, she. You, it wasn't taken the wrong way though. She. You can't. Well, that, you know, you your excuse is always, oh well, I didn't mean it like that, and blah 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 blah. It's like you. You basically said said she was a monkey. Like, there's no. Yeah. There's no read between the lines. It's like or, one of the most old schoolist racial slurs. Yep. yep. Um, Speaking of race, racial slurs and uh, monkeys and even even blackface. <laughs> okay. Oh, I know where we're going. 
there's been a little bit of movement in the hip hop community lately. Um, and I'm going to start, I'm going to start with the, the pusher T part because it, it relates to, uh, you know, monkeys, blackface and all this. He, he released a diss song to Drake. Um, and the album art to the song is a picture of Drake in blackface. Um, but anyway, he, his album dropped recently. Oh, before we get into it, what do you think about the album? I listened to it two times. Yeah. Through because it's only seven songs, and uh, I'm not a fan of that. It's it's Pusha. Yeah. It's I believe uh, I was listening to a Breakfast Club interview. Charlamagne God calls it contemporary trap music. Yeah. I fucks with Pusha adult, though. Adult contemporary trap music. And I think that's what it is. Yeah. I fucks with Pusha though. Heavy. Um. Yeah, I don't I like think Pusha. an album can be seven songs. I don't like that at all. Um, but I... He says it was Ye's fault, though. I bet it was. So Ye has, Ye has this whole scheme that every album on Good Music this year is going to be seven songs. So his album is seven songs. Ye's album is going to be seven songs. I think Tiana Taylor's album is going to be seven songs. I'm always going to listen to that. Uh, Nas's album, that which Ye's producing, is going to be seven songs. Like, maybe one more person. Is Nas on Good? No, but Ye is producing his album. Right. And what about so Ye's been Ye's been producing a bunch of albums in So the Ye the Ye Cuddy collab's gonna only be seven songs then? Yes, that was the other album. That's annoying because Cuddy's not on good in music anymore. Is that? No, they they split up like a couple years back. Oh, that was quiet. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't yeah, they're all gonna be seven. Cause Ye I think the reason Ye gave Pusher was uh, seven songs is like the perfect amount. Oh, so what they did was they looked at the amount of songs you had to have to be Grammy nominated, I think. Oh. And Pusher said it was like five five different songs They had to be 15 minutes in total length. So yeah, it was like seven. It's a perfect number. I don't know what... I don't know something. They said something that had to do with the Illuminati. Who knows? Who fuck knows? <laughs> listening to Kanye with anything in yeah. the last couple years is beyond me. He's only he's just doing all this shit because of the yeah all these albums rolling out and he's just trying to create some buzz. But I'll get back onto the beef. The song Infrared on the album mm-hmm. I think mentioned how could you ever write these Actually, wrongs like when you don't Jones, even write your own song? Jones, so, yeah. yeah. So that was on Infrared. It was a poke. Yeah. And so the same day Drake came out with you know what money making Mitch uh just just play that clip of infrared rapper so more dope than me was easy e how could you ever write these wrongs when you don't even write your songs but let us all play along we all know what niggas for real been waiting on all right and then so from that Drake released the duppy freestyle did you hear this of course I did um, Moneymaker Mitch, insert the entire Duppy freestyle, please. The nerve, the audacity. <sighs> okay. So if you rebuke me for 
working with someone else on a couple of V's What do you really think of the nigga that's making your beats? I've done things for him I thought that he never would need Father had to stretch his hands out and get it from me I pop style for 30 hours then let him repeat Now you popping up with the jokes, I'm dead, I'm asleep I just left him over by y'all putting pen to the sheets Tired of sitting quiet and helping my enemies eat Keep getting temperature checks, they know that my head overheats Don't know why the fuck you niggas listen to Denim and Steve Must have had your infrared wrong, now your head in a beam Y'all are the spitting image of whatever jealousy breathes Don't push me when I'm in album mode You're not even top five as far as your label talent goes You send shots while I gotta challenge those But I bring calicos to the Alamo I could never have a Virgil in my circle and hold him back cause he makes me nervous I wanna see my brothers flourish to their higher purpose You niggas leeches and serpents, I think it's good that now the teachers are learning Yeah, Your brother said it was your cousin and him and you So you don't rap what you did, you just rap what you knew Don't be ashamed, there's plenty niggas that do what you do There's no malice in your heart, you an approachable dude Man, you might have sold the college kids for Nike and Mercedes But you act like you sold drugs for Escobar in the 80s I had a microphone of yours, but then the signature faded I think that pretty much resembles what's been happening lately Please believe your demise will be televised Yeah And as for Q, man, I changed his life a couple times Nigga was at Kroger working double time Y'all acting like he made the boy when I was trying to help the guy Yeah Who gassed you to play with me? Man, you made this shit as easy as ABCs Whoever's supposedly making me hits But ain't got no hits, sound like they need me My hooks did it, my lyrics did it My spirit did it, I'm fearless with it, yeah I really shouldn't have given you none of my time Cause you older than a nigga you running behind Look, holla at me when you multi-million I told you keep playing with my name And I'ma let it ring on you like Virginia Williams I'm too resilient, get out your feelings It's gonna be a cool summer for you I told Weezy and Baby I'ma done for you Tell Ye we got an invoice coming to you Considering that we just sold another 20 for you Jesus uh, So Drake Drake went in on him um, Yes Casually Yes So man you might have sold to college kids for Nike and Mercedes But you act like you sold drugs for Escobar in the 80s It was It was some casual like Swaggy dissing. Yeah, and the invoice, the invoice shit was kind of hard. I'll give, I'll give him that. Yeah. Um. But dot dot dot. Yeah, but Pusha, Pusha came came back with uh, I think it's called uh, the story of Adenon. Yeah, Ad- Adenon. Adenon. Yeah. So first of all, Pusha, do you know the story behind that name, real quick? Yeah. So Adenon is the uh name of drake's line of adidas is that correct yes correct. so basically this diss song diss drake dissed his new ruined his release of adidas yes <laughs> and his, his collab line yeah. yeah and the beef also probably i think drake was probably right like he's probably moved an extra twenty thousand units <laughs> from the beef Oh yeah, absolutely. But this is the thing: you drop an album, and then the very next day, Drake drops a rebuttal to a song on your album. Yeah. So now the, all the attention's on Drake. Like nobody was talking about Push's album anymore. They were talking about, damn, Drake murdered him. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And Push was like, yeah, hold my beer. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then Push came out with this. Easy money. It's about to be a surgical summer. Chop the tops off the coops. The cuatrocientos ochenta y ocho. The spider joint. 
And you know we gotta cut the heads off these snakes, right? Watch the body drop Drug dealing aside, goose right in the side Let's have a heart to heart about your pride Even though you're multi, I see that your soul don't look alive The M's count different when baby divides the pie Wait, let's examine why Your music for the past few years been angry and full of lies I started at the home front, I'm on one Dennis Graham, stay off the gram, bitch, I'm on one You mentioned wedding ring like it's a bad thing Your father walked away at five, hell of a dad thing Marriage is something that Sandy never had Drake, how you a winner, but she keep coming in last place. Monkey suit, Dennis, you parade him. A Steve Harvey suit, nigga made him. Confused, always felt you weren't black enough. Afraid to grow it, cause your fro wouldn't nap enough. Since you name dropped my fiance, let him know who you chose as your Beyonce. Sophie knows better as your baby mother. Cleaned her up for IG, but the stench is on her. A baby's involved, it's deeper than rap. We talking character, let me keep with the facts. You are hiding a child, let that boy come home. Deadbeat motherfucker playing border patrol. Ooh, Adonis is your son, and he deserves more than an Adidas press run. That's real. Love that baby, respect that girl, forget she's a porn star, let her be your world, yeah. How dare you put yay in my verses, I'm selfish, I want all of the curses, I'm pre-booking the churches, me versus three hearses, if we all go to hell it'll be worth it, already aligned with the greats, and on that same note, the only ones I chase are two ghosts, still giving you classics, that's the only thing that dates me, OVO 40, hunched over like he 80. How much time he got that man is Six, six, six I got the devil flow, nigga Six, six, six Surgical summer with it Snip, snip, snip And you don't really want it with him Surgical summer volume one We gon' take this slow We just gon' peel it back layer by layer Yeah Daytona Okay, so um, That was also very fucking easy like he wasn't screaming on him low-key fucking just what was that line he just loved that baby respect that girl forget she's a porn star let her be a world like oh my god he sounds like mace don't he he does actually give you a little bit of that because i think the way he flows is so like effortless and smooth and like he never raises his voice really and I think it's I think that's what makes it worse it's like you know how like when people get in an argument and they're just one person just trying to get louder than the other one yeah but he's like just calm and cool and like he's not rushing anything he's like yeah you know I like this surgical yeah. summer man and he got he mad back, personal mad personal about that kid that he's hiding Adonis is your son and he deserves more than an Adidas press run. Listen. 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 I don't understand. The first time, when I first heard this, I was thinking, Meek needs to have a sit down with his people. Because why weren't you privy to none of this information? Yeah. Second is you don't have Google. You couldn't have found that picture. Yeah, that pitch is crazy. The picture hurts. And he tweeted. I don't care, I don't care what Drake 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 uh, explained after you know this is art. Blah blah. We did it for this. Yeah, that's cool. 
the fact that he put that as the 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 uh, the artwork for the song. Yeah. And while the while he's t- telling you about your life, the background is my skin is black. Yeah. This shit is so hard. Yeah, and he's he tweeted he tweeted the shit as well. Uh, King Push tweeted the picture of the artwork and said, "Please stop referring to this picture as artwork." I'm not an internet baby. I don't edit images. This is a real picture. These yeah. are his truths. See for yourself. And he tweeted a link of the the uh, the photographer who has yeah. since taken the picture off of his site. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's, imagine the unwanted attention he's getting now, and all the questions that are getting raised. Hell yeah. Like he's he, I saw something where he, the somebody had tweeted him or something. He explained that, you know, this is Drake's idea and it was a great idea for what it was. Blah blah blah. blah. And I'm like, yeah, but it just looks bad right now. Yeah, it's a foul. You know it looks bad, man. Yeah. All that shit that push it. This is this is what Meek should have did. Yeah. Like especially when you started. Like if everybody remembers, Meek started that shit. Yeah. Like, he was poking the bear, and then you wasn't ready for that shit. Well, I think that's what... I think that's what the strategy might have been with Pusha, is he said that line in Infrared knowing Drake was going to come back, and he had he had this shit ready, I think. Oh, man, he had this thing... Lo- First of all, you think Push just found this shit out? Yeah. He knew this for a while. Yeah, he'd been ready. Like, and that's this what... This shit's been loaded in the clip for a minute. I was listening to Joe Budden. This was... Uh, this was probably months ago but he was talking about because he's been in so many beefs he's like I used to just have beef songs written for every rapper so then I could just respond as soon as someone says some shit this shit was strategic yeah he didn't just make a phone call and be like getting up collecting all this dirt this shit was strategic yeah hell yeah and I love it and the thing is everybody's like oh he went too far like he was talking about his boy 40 and I feel like, man, when you go for Drake, there is no too far. There's, like, you gotta go in for the kill. Well, and again, I'll go back to Joe Budden. He said that there, there's just no too far in beef. If you're, if some, if you're willing to beef with somebody, you're willing, Absolutely. you're willing to take what they say. It's like, it's like in anything, you gotta be willing to go where no, where the other man isn't willing to go to win that shit. And like that's, in a fight. Like in basketball. The one-on-one shit, Jimmy Butler shit you were talking about. Like you think Jimmy could probably win that shit with whoever challenged him because you think he's willing to do what it takes to win that one-on-one shit. It's, yeah. You gotta be... Pusha was willing to go where Drake probably isn't gonna go. Now the question arises is, does Drake respond? Again? Um, Well, he he did two songs for Meek. Yeah, Meek is different though. Push yeah, is, Push is too clever. Yeah, Push is not your average rapper. And Push has and been around pro- for two decades, bro. He's he's he knows he knows minute. this game. He's forty one. Yeah, he's forty one. Which I didn't know he was actually older than Kanye because I had to look that shit up when Drake said it. When he was like, "You're you're older than the guys you're running around behind." I was like, "What?" Kanye's only forty. Push is forty one. Yeah, but uh, Push. The thing that I think hurt Drake, but probably went over a lot of people, is when Push said, let's push the ghost riding and the drugs dealing aside. 
at the beginning yeah. of the song. And it's like, all right, so Drake can't talk about, you know, pushing not really being a drug dealer. What can he really talk about? Yeah, because that's all he's been saying. He's like, yeah, you're living this other lifestyle. That's not you. All right, we get it. But he just, you know, he just pushed that aside. He's not saying anything about your ghostwriting anymore. Yeah. Now it's personal. So Drake needs to have his team on 24-hour digging, fucking digging, digging, and making sure. But they also need to make sure that that they don't snitch. Yeah, this is true. And this is another. I think whoever gave Push information, it had to be inside job. It had to be. Because it, it's too many names and exact information. Like, <laughs> it's some ill shit, bro. Like, you know, he said your dad left you when you was five and you've been there since you've been dead. And, like, this is crazy. Yeah, he went for it. I love that shit, right? I've been hurt. You come that hard if you come for Drake. Um, no, Bruno. Uh, but I, I think oh, that since back to back, probably, there hasn't been a diss song that's been this, this foul. I don't think back to back was even that foul. I think the foulness of back to back was that it was a club banger though. That like there it is. They were going to be playing this shit constantly was, for like another twelve months. I think. <laughs> yeah. Which is which makes it worse, and that's why I'm like Drake. Listen, this shit will die over because I don't think you can come back. Yeah, I don't. Th- honestly, I don't think you can come back. But the thing is, you're still Drake, and you'll make you'll make good music, you'll make hits, but. Sometimes you just gotta chalk this shit up. Yeah, and push it. Yeah, push it doesn't have the following or the yeah probably the probably the flow to make a club banger. Like, what's his? That's not what he does. Yeah, what's his biggest like quote unquote banger being like King Push? Grinding. (laughs) (laughs) That fucked up. I like Push, but he's not. He's not a. He's not like a club record guy or like a big radio single guy. Yeah, but he's nah. respected in the game for what he does. Yeah, it's kind of like Jadakiss. Like Jadakiss is one of the best. I mean, he's had he's had club banger songs, but that ain't really what he's known for. Like off the top, you can't think of a big hit Jadakiss has had, but his features and his individual work is unmatched. Yeah, right? he's one of those guys, I think. Yeah, but I think Drake's biggest thing is listen. You need to come out here with a fucking banger. The summer's about to start. It's your time to eat. Your album's about to drop. We need a we need a banger. And what you do is you make it for the the girls, right? So you make a club banger for the girls. Guys are gonna be listening to it all the time because the bitches gonna be dancing to it in the club. Yeah. The niggas is gonna be dancing with the bitches and they're gonna wanna hear it. You'll never hear this this Drake diss in a club or anything like that. So make a banger. But send like a little subliminal at at push so you can have everybody rapping it all summer. Yes. And then people forget. That's what I think he does. Yeah. I think he goes back. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he makes a like a freestyle rebuttal. I don't think that's the route. Right. That's just what I would say. Yeah. Cause it should he just you know what? You you tried your best. Good offense, but his defense was I mean I mean you had good defense, but his offense was just better, like Chalk it up. You're Drake. You're rich. You'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. Let it go. All right, money making Mitch. Take it to uh, listen to this fuck shit. 
You take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You gotta fuck shit stack. A fuck shit stack. Take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You gotta fuck shit stack. A fuck shit stack. It's a stack of fuck shit on top of itself, nigga. We all know about George Zimmerman, the killer of Trayvon Martin. Um, he's an absolute piece of shit. Um, so, some man. Uh, fired a gunshot at him and has been se- sentenced to 20 years in prison for attempted murder. Jesus. Uh, George Zimmerman is still alive, um, walking around these streets, still acting a fool, by the way, like still fucking like getting in trouble and shit and getting away with it. And someone doesn't even kill him and gets 20 years while he killed Tra- Trayvon Martin and is a free man. The irony of that situation is so like beyond me that's a no good judge that's a no good judge both of the judges it's it's just I don't even know how to put words to it it's disappointing it's saddening like a a man who killed a man uh, uh, I'm sorry a man who killed a child is still walking the streets but then a man attempted to kill the man who killed the child and he's getting sentenced to 20 years. Yeah. It's a fucking joke. The whole system's a joke. It's a scam. Throw it all away and start over. Yeah. Honestly. It's fucking George Zimmerman. But I heard he's bankrupt, though, so... You can take some joy in that, I guess. Yeah. I, I guess. I mean... <laughs> I guess. I'm trying to just see the, you know... Yeah, I don't know if being bankrupt, uh, you know... Uh, pays it forward for killing a young black boy but um, yeah I don't usually wish ill will on cats but I, I wish the bullet hit the motherfucker <laughs> in a major artery <laughs> not like a in and out bullet that you can just bounce back and get stitched up yeah so yeah fuck George Zimmerman yeah um, how about have you got any listen to this fuck shit I do actually. Um, we kind of touched this story a little earlier. We were talking about Roseanne, the racist. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> Not the comedian, the racist. No, she's now known as Roseanne, the racist. <laughs> um, and so she she tweeted out the. Uh, can you uh, read that tweet back? You got that tweet again? The tweet. Um, the tweet something about Muslims and a, a, a monkey having babies. Yeah, something about the the Muslim party and um, Planet of the Apes having a baby is what uh, this woman would have looked like. This black woman. Right. So um, after she got hit with that, she tweeted out I think some wild shit, basically saying that she was ambient texting and you know you know, did not be held responsible for whatever the fuck she was saying. Right. So people who aren't familiar with Ambien, Ambien is like a sleeping drug. Um, it's supposed to induce sleeping if you're having like trouble sleeping or something. It makes you, it makes your hunger for sleeping, uh, it increases your hunger for sleeping, basically. Right. It's a sleeping aid. So the uh, brief history, Ambien does have a history of, um, fucking with people let's say uh let's put it that way uh, in layman's terms um, yeah in layman's terms so people have been known to 
well, not been known, but allegedly, because everything's allegedly, and we don't source anything. Oh, everything's on source here. The Welcome to the Party podcast. There's been, <laughs> there's been murder. There's been people who've murdered and driven cars and hit people. And uh, there was a story of a woman who stabbed her husband twenty times, um, and she blamed it on the ambient. And all of them don't remember doing it the next day, or you know, wild shit like that. So, anyways. Roseanne had tweeted that you know she was it was an ambient tweet or whatever so the actual company um, responded with a tweet and the money part of it basically said while all pharmaceutical treatments have side effects racism is not a known side effect <laughs> of any Sanofa uh, medication and I just thought this was the greatest thing ever. yes because this company's like, nah, bitch, you're not about to pin this on us. <laughs> We're already dealing with some other shit. Like, you racist because you racist, not because you took a pill that made you racist. Yeah. And it's fucking hilarious. And even other um, medical professionals have come out um, in this situation. Like, uh, some doctor, Jennifer Gunter, said... Dear Roseanne, Ambien does not make you racist. Being racist makes you racist. <laughs> uh, another one uh, wrote, what's this guy's name? Uh, David Gorski. To be fair, Ambien might disin- disinhibit letting the unspoken racism out to be expressed publicly. So basically said, You are who you are. Ambien let you stop hiding that shit. Say less. <laughs> Say less Bingo! <laughs> this is why you have the PhD in podcasting. This is why you are one of the founding uh, podfathers of this shit. And this is why our tandem uh, will be known worldwide. It already is, but we're more renowned worldwide because this is what we do. And we're giving you the information. I actually checked the numbers this morning. Numbers are up. That you know what I, I like that business is booming. Yeah, it's like a snowball effect. I just want everybody to just get on this potty train while it's you know while you still can because before, like I said and I I forecasted this early early in the season we're gonna be a big deal here soon and we're gonna forget about all you little people. So yeah, and you also yeah. you you said uh, a phrase opinions are like assholes everybody has yes. one i am of the same opinion about podcasts podcasts are yep. like assholes everybody has one so it's hard to everybody be successful in this business but we are um numbers numbers are going higher and higher every episode um so people are hitting that share button please continue to do so because um if you can get one new listener every week my my stewies then that's uh that's a that's a win for us and for you. Yeah, it's all it's all about the process. Like uh, Joel and B said, we trusted the process, and now you know we're gonna start reaping the benefits of this shit here soon. Yes. So get with the potty. Come potty with us. Um, you know, tune in, listen to all the old episodes, and if you care, then you share. Yes, and and please tune in next week. Uh, yes. For the celebratory 51st episode Number 50 is going to be a interview episode So that will not be the celebration But 51 we will ce- celebrate the half century yes. um, 
with some it'll be a pseudo 50 yes episode. yes yeah. with some yeah. brown we'll be celebrating with some brown um mm-hmm. and oh sounded like i was signing off there but money making mitch take us to the news real quick Now, this story is, um, this is what, this is what we have a problem with, is police doing the wrong thing. This one is borderline harmless, but it is still, um, the police being full of lies. Um, in Melbourne, Australia, police officers have been faking hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands. Jesus of roadside breath tests, RBTs. I've seen that. They, just to hit their quotas. See, KPIs can be a dangerous motherfucking thing. These cats have been blowing into these things themselves just to say <laughs> that they've got, they've, they've pulled over enough people. Um, when I first read the headline, I thought it was gonna be that they were getting people for drunk driving that hadn't been drinking and I was about to fucking, <laughs> lose it um, yes but this is not quite as bad as that but it is still uh, unacceptable um, yeah. that because we know that cops start pulling you over for, for wild shit at the end of the month to hit their KPIs so gotta hit the numbers they start they start getting you for um, you know your tyres are too worn you um you know, you you got a brake light out, so that's four hundred dollars. You know, you were going sixty one in a sixty. Uh, what is uh, what does Jay Z say? Well, you was doing fifty five in the fifty four. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. So Jesus. this is these these KPIs. They're supposed to be serving and protecting. I don't think they should be measured on any KPIs, except for yeah, no, how many you people have an average. Yeah. People's lives you save. You shouldn't be pulling people over just because you ha- you've only pulled over ten people that month. You, you know. I feel like your goal should be to reduce the averages, right? Like, yes. We yes. Want less of this crime and all of this stuff. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. May- Call me a dreamer. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but that's that's all I've got today. I've got no poor posture today. Everyone's been behaving themselves this week. Um, yeah, allegedly. I won't. I won't get you to put play the song "Money Making Mitch," but I did see. I saw some more shit about Bill Cosby. Um, oh. One woman said that she she turned into a and I quote limp noodle when she <laughs> got drugged by Bill Cosby. I don't know why that's funny to me. Maybe I'm sick, <laughs> but limp noodle is a funny way to describe your own body. Um, and there has been more high school. Um, relationships with teachers as always uh, it's an epidemic um, in the yeah, US uh, and that's that's pretty much it but uh, the stories were not poor posture enough the, the posture is terrible don't get me wrong but yeah. um, they, they were we don't feel the need to recognize them yeah yeah I'm, I'm looking out for some some real sick shit so if you cats can start sending in some some real disgusting shit for poor posture that'd be nice um and you know this is Claytron, uh, the big boss man, the PhD, the PhD of podcasting, the clumsy jeweler, the milkman, and you know why. Um, and uh, you know where to find us. All the links are in the episode description. Um, International Heme back again and back again next week. So, that way. Yes. The international way. Uh, 
But thanks for listening and uh, have a very bung bung weekend. Bung bung. Baby, welcome to.